Okay, cool. Podcast has begun. Um, welcome everybody. This is Supreme Being. Let me make sure everything is turned on. Yes. Uh, three advertisements always in the beginning. Team BC, shout out to them. I think they took two listings this week um, and they just posted one of them. If you guys need anything worldwide in real estate, teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Uh, secondly, Modern Success, my personal uh, coaching and mentorship program for the world, 260 members strong and growing every single day. I believe we had two more people join today. Uh, you can go to joinmodernsuccess.com or you can go to my personal website, briancasella.com, and it's right there on the front. Uh, and lastly, eXp Realty for all the realtors. If you're interested in making a move, especially now in the new year, uh, you can go to join.exprealty.com and get your application in, or you can message me for more information. Okay. Now, uh, today on the podcast, what I want to talk about is uh, something that people around me are learning, uh, especially on my team. And it's something I talk about constantly. And it's something that with the era of social media, and the rapid advancement of technology, this has been forgotten completely. Okay. And part of what I'm going to talk about is patience, which is something very few people have. And most people, if they do have it, they only have it in certain areas of their life. And if they do, they only show moments of having patience. Okay. Case in point, how many of you follow me, for example, and you admire maybe how I lead my team or how I make calls, the language I use, confidence, how I speak in front of people if you've seen me speak live. What you don't realize is the thousands and thousands of hours that I've spent practicing when nobody's looking, reading, the money invested in programs and events, coaching, mentorship, right? Um, making mistakes, right? Or as most people would say, failing, right? Not being up to it, not having the answer for the client, uh, being nervous, you know, keeping my mouth shut instead of saying something. That's missed. All that's seen is the final product or when you step on, say, uh, step on stage receiving top honors, you know, that's, oh man, that's cool. You know, wow, you know, he got that. He got first prize or, oh, wow, that was a really good speech. Yet, so much is missed of the trials and tribulations and a lot of the, the effort that's put in to get there, right? And what we go through as an individual to receive that. Like if we're going to zoom in real quick on maybe ability to communicate and persuade people, uh, you know, I wish I could tally up how many times I've gotten hung up on or I slipped on what I was supposed to say or... Um, I, I said what I thought I was supposed to say and then I didn't get the result and, or I was nervous about to saying, uh, about to say something to somebody on the phone and, you know, I'm kind of picturing those moments right now, but I remember all of that. And again, that, that is something that people have almost overlooked at this point. And it is easy now, especially with social media where, you know, you see so many other people, like, let's say you like cars and you see so many people with you know, Ferraris and Lamborghinis and, and Bugattis and all that, right? And I say a lot, but relatively speaking, right? Because there's not that many people that have them. But because the internet has made the world small, it seems as if everybody has them. And it almost discourages people or it, it makes this, 
this gap between you and them seem infinite and seem so big and so vast, like it's the Grand Canyon, right? This huge gap. Yet, just like you'll achieve it, just like they achieved it, it's one day at a time, right? Especially when you're looking at some sort of skill, playing the piano or any musical instrument, right? Selling, um, you know, you, you look at athletes, right? Like me, me doing boxing, right? I get impatient at times too because going from such a high level in basketball to now starting from scratch in boxing, even though athletically we can say I'm way more advanced than other people, I still don't know jack shit about the fundamentals and the basics and I'm still working on that. And even I myself have to remember patience and it's something that I remind myself all the time, not because I have my moments of forgetting that and I have to constantly remind myself, hey, one day at a time, one day at a time. So, so many people come to me with, how do you stay motivated? Um, you know what, man, I, I'm not making any progress. Oh, I haven't, I haven't made any money yet. All this shit, right? We, we, we can expand that into a hundred sentences or phrases or thought processes that lead you nowhere. But people will ask me this question or, or they themselves will start eating alive at their own brains. And all it really is, is a lack of patience. That's all it is. Because if they were to take a step back for a second and be like, okay, you know, let's be real here. I've been in this game for six months, right? Or a year. And the people that maybe mentor me or help me, they've been in this game five years or 10 years or whatever it is. You have to put that into perspective and say, look, I might be able to shorten that gap. Like it took me, like people ask me all the time on the phone or meeting with people as far as your sales skills. Let's just look at that for a second. How long did it take you to get comfortable? For me to say I got comfortable, it took at least, at least a year, a year and a half to say, okay, I'm, I'm now getting some swag, right? But what people miss is in that year, a year and a half, it was literally like a fucking juggernaut, like six, seven days a week, nonstop. I didn't bullshit on Facebook. I didn't bullshit on Instagram. It was work, work, practice my skills, work, work. There was no Sunday fun day and all that bullshit everybody else fucking does. That's all it was, but that's missed. So now when you fast forward and, and we just look at sales skills or speaking ability, people are like, wow, man, like uh, I'd like to speak like you. Okay. My first question would be, are you willing to do what I did? Are you willing to do what I did? And everyone's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll do it. And then once I actually present to them what it is that I did, it's like you see their eyes just get huge, like a fucking, like two like hard-boiled eggs, right? Like that. They're like, really? You did all that? Like, nah, no way. It's not that hard. I start getting people backtracking already and kind of backpedaling. Like, there's no way you did that. It's like, yes, I did, dude. Like Toastmasters, right? I've been telling people for fucking years to go to Toastmasters to work on their speaking. And Toastmasters, I think, costs, um, it's like 10 or 20 bucks a year. It's super cheap but it forces you to work on your public speaking. I did that shit two years without stopping, but everybody forgets that. Oh, oh, I never heard that, you never said it. Motherfucker, I've been saying that shit for years. For years. So if you missed it, that's on you. But something as simple as that, I've had people who've been following me again for years who still haven't done it, yet are the ones who present these questions. Oh, I wanna improve this, man. I finally decided 2019 or shit. With these people, it's been 2017. I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to fucking fixing this shit. It's like, well, two years have gone by, but what action steps have you taken to get there? None. And 
the people who have, they tell me after two weeks, oh man, you know, I'm not seeing any results. It's like, dude, it's been two fucking weeks. Like you think Rome was built overnight? You think a house was built overnight? Do you think a car was built overnight? It's crazy. And no matter how many times I say it and preach it, people still do not understand it. They don't. That's why I feel at times with everything I do, I'm, I'm repeating myself so much, but I have to because until I see the change in the individuals, whatever's been taught hasn't been fully integrated and understood yet. Therefore, it will always require a phrase that I always say back to the basics. We're always going back to the basics, back to the fundamentals. Because people want to get okay at level one, two, and three, and then want to leap to level 10. Well, you have to be world-class at those levels first. You want to get better at speaking? Let's break it down to the simplest thing. Let's work, number one, on your enunciation, which I had to work on a ton. Let's work on your ability to either increase the speed of your speech or slow it down and still sounding good. Let's work on your tonality bit by bit. Taking each section, right, and getting phenomenal at each one. That's how you get good, by the way, if we're talking skills. Now, it requires patience within that framework of what I'm talking about. But if you're going to say, okay, I'm going to work on my enunciation. Let's work on that. And you get fucking amazing at it. You drill at it every fucking day, not for two days or a week, for a fucking long ass time, forever. And you commit to forever. That's what I tell people. Commit to forever improvement. Not, oh, I'm going to give it a week. That's how I know if somebody's going to be successful, by the way. I ask them, oh yeah, you want to get your license, bro? So how long, how long are you going to give it a shot for? Just as a test. And they're like, oh, I'm going to try it out for a month or six months or a year. I'm like, okay, you're already out of the business. I already know. If there's a, a timestamp on how much you're willing to give it, you're already going in with a plan B and not saying it, or you've already presupposed, you've made a presupposition for my NLP students that the, even the possibility, uh, possibility of failure is there, which is wrong from a mental standpoint. So the adoption of patience into one's beingness, not just, oh, well, okay, because this is what people will do that's incorrect. They'll take, let's say, this datum. They're like, okay, I'm going to apply patience. They'll look at one little scenario in their life, and they're like, okay, I'm going to be patient here. That's not how you do it. You can start that way, sure, to you know, start applying this principle, but it has to be in your beingness, meaning as a human being, you're that way. One thing that I've really had to zoom in on with my patience is a lot of times with uh, animals, right? Specifically, sometimes my cat, he drives me crazy in a sense, or better said, I let him get under my skin, we can say. So I'm practicing more patience with him, right? That's a great way for, for me to, to work on it because nobody's perfect. So I'm, I'm doing that all the time. At times too with people, I'm as a, just as an individual period, especially with um, everybody around me, especially like my team and business, I'm very like, get it done, get the shit done. I'm very demanding, like, let's go. So sometimes I understand it can be too much, so I have to be a little bit more patient, right? So there's always areas that you can look at and say, where can this be improved? Any area, 
especially, you know what, what is the most suspect we can say, or the most hidden under right underneath your nose area that needs to be improved is the area that you think you're the shit at and you think that you're really good at. That's the first area you need to look at because I guarantee you right underneath your nose hidden, there's something there that you can work on for sure. It would take that already good activity or thing to the next level for sure. For sure. And that's where I started looking. But now as a whole, I take these little principles like, okay, patience, you know, I'll, I'll hear it. I'm like, okay, patience. And I'm looking, I can use patience with, you know, my, my, my boxing, right? I can use patience with right now. I'm going to start piano lessons too. I'm definitely gonna have to be patient with that. Cause I haven't played an instrument in, I don't know, 20 something years. I mean, I don't think I really told many people, but I used to play the, um, I played the violin. I played, um, the clarinet and I played the guitar when I was a kid. Right. I jumped from one to one. I got pretty good at them, but I just, I didn't enjoy, uh, playing the instruments. So I kind of just eased out of them and got into sports. That's kind of what I made the transition from instruments to sports. I think I was like eight or nine. My parents wanted me to do something. And then around nine or 10 is when I started, uh, playing basketball and soccer and that kind of stuff. Right. But I played instruments and, if I think back to when I was a kid at that time, um, not having patience in that sense as a kid actually helped me because I was like, man, I want to be really good at this, even though I didn't like it, right? Even though I didn't like it. I was like, man, I'm just going to keep playing this violin note right here on this page over and over and over. So even though I didn't like it, I zoomed in on it and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep playing. And I didn't know because I was a kid, right? We can't, we don't have this thought process and you know, critical thinking that we do in our older age. And I was just playing. And then within a week, the teacher's like, what the fuck, dude? Like you're already way ahead. And I'm like, well, what I do is when I go home at night, once I'm done with my homework, I just fucking play this shit until I get really good at it. Which is funny that as a kid, we exhibit that behavior yet as an adult, suddenly we can't do it. Oh, how do you stay committed? How do you stay motivated? Oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's like when you're a little kid, you work, and you don't complain about it yet. We, when you're an adult, you bitch and fucking complain about it. Like a, as if you were a little kid who doesn't get their way. How trippy is that? Had I been more patient as a kid now looking at it as an adult, maybe would have made some changes here and there. Sure. But I can still spot the good in what I did. So the more I look at this, the more I realize that whenever things are going good, I check. I'm always checking things. And one of these new ones that you can use is and adopt into your tool belt is patience. Where do I need to have more patience? And at the same time, people misconstrue these things. A lot, of, a lot of times people will hear me say patience, and now suddenly some people will use that as a justification for laziness. Oh, I just need to be more patient there. No, motherfucker, you're lazy. You need to work more. Right? So a lot of these things can be misconstrued and used incorrectly if we're not being 100% critical and honest in our own assessments. You have to be 100% critical and honest in your own assessments. And the, the beautiful part in that, and I say beautiful for a, a very good reason, no one's going to be looking over your shoulder saying, ah, you're bullshitting yourself. Only you can control that and admit it to yourself. Because we can just bullshit everybody else. Oh, yeah, I'm working so hard. I'm doing this. Now, if it's certain obvious things like our weight, then people are going to know. 
if you've been telling people you've been eating healthy and exercising for a year and you're still 400 pounds, obviously you're lying. Okay. <laughs> but those mechanisms, I, I, I truly, truly believe that they're there and they're built that way for a reason because you have to earn everything. Right. So as I, if we're going to go back to the, the certain higher level of skills, Speaking, right? I'm so glad, especially because I've gone through all the shit to get here. I'm okay knowing it's going to take somebody else, for most people, a tremendous amount of effort and heartbreak and failure and challenges to become a great speaker. I'm cool with that. I'm actually glad it's that way. Because then when somebody comes over here, when I share the stage with them where I look them face to face, I can say, okay, I kind of know what you've been through. So there's a level of recognition there right? If you're following me, I know it's not just going to be some other bozo on stage. It's going to be, okay, well, this can be a peer of mine because, Hey, well, maybe at a different time zone or a different area, we pretty much walk the same path. We've earned our stripes to get here. And again, it's like that on purpose. That's why we look at something like people who come to me for real estate, right? Oh man, it's so hard. This and that. Well, the ones who get to this side, the 10 or 20% that are making all the money, it takes a tremendous amount of effort, resilience, commitment, discipline, for sure. And as we see statistically, most people get weeded out. If it was that easy, then the opportunity for the people who are enjoying it here wouldn't be present. You wouldn't be able to make a lot of money in real estate because everybody would be making an okay amount of money because everybody would be having success. That's not the way it works. Just like if a Lamborghini or a fucking Ferrari or a Bugatti was easy to get, we wouldn't salivate or be like, oh my God, look, it's a fucking Ferrari. Oh shit, that's dope, it's a Bugatti. With all the fucking little 10-year-old photographers running after it for their Instagrams, right? It wouldn't have that effect if everybody could get one and if it was super easy to get it. But then I look at the Bugatti, I'm like, man, you know, that person I guarantee you had probably had to exhibit a certain level of patience to get to where he's at. Because if I speak to him, he's probably owns multiple businesses or a huge business and he probably went through his failures and it took him decades to probably build it up, I'm sure. And in most cases, it is. In most cases, right? Every once in a while, you have the lotto earner or somebody who was born into money who has it. That's fine. But again, that's the exception to the rule. Even in my experience, talking and meeting with these people. So, <clears throat> Patience is something that I believe is one of the most difficult things for people to understand and actually live with and apply in their lives. Yet, it is one of the most powerful techniques to really make it to the top of any industry, any type of a trade or skill, and anything else. Uh, because as I keep looking back objectively on everything I've done, one of the pillars we can say or reasons that I was able to do what I did was because of patience, right? If I was impatient all the time or in certain areas, just things wouldn't have been built like the way they were. Things would not have occurred and happened as they did, right? And in any area of life, you can look, at, you can look through this lens, right? Case in point, let's talk dating. How many people are so in a rush for shit? Oh man, like I see it all the time, especially from women. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm 30, I'm 35. I need to get married. I need to find somebody. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
that's going to lead nowhere good. Nowhere good. Same thing with men. What do most of you do? You huddle up every fucking Friday or Saturday and get drunk and go to the club. Oh, I just want to find some bitch and fuck her. Like, it's the same shit. There's this uneasy, anxious, right? Like, it's just a bad energy. It's just a bad energy. So, even think from an emotional standpoint, when you get in the mode of, let's say it's, some, it's the moment that you cross the line, you're like, okay, I'm not patient anymore. I'm not waiting anymore. Like the people who maybe go to the doctor's office and they just start blowing up and going crazy. Even from an emotional standpoint, you can see if you were just to watch two screens, you'd be like, no, that person's wrong. Look, look how they're reacting emotionally. That's, that's not healthy. That's not good. Versus the patient one, you would see, okay. Even just from a visual standpoint, you would notice the inpatient person looks off and the patient person, even without knowing what they meant, you would say, um, okay, this one makes more sense than this one. But man, is it one of the toughest ones to, to really master, I can say, because, um, you know, growing up an athlete, and doing what I've done uh, has required a tremendous amount of patience. And at the same time, um, I've been tested a lot. And I'm glad I've gone through what I've gone through. But patience, I still, um, when people ask me for tips, you know, hey, what's one of the main things you're going to recommend to me? What's one of the things that's going to help me out? I really tell people you need to focus on, on building that muscle of patience. Because once that muscle is built, um, you have a different level of um, vibration and what I mean what I mean by that is this <clears throat> we talk a lot about and this is like a free little nugget I don't know if anybody's made the connection but I'm sure you'll you will as soon as I say this there's always the question about how do I remain unattached how do I you know not get needy well if you have a tremendous amount of patience by virtue of that you will not be attached to the outcome because you're patient enough to know that it's going to come right and I think a lot of people have never made that connection, right? I made that connection a long time ago, and I'm giving it to you now in 2019. Um, and that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that I'm not attached to shit. And it seems like I'm moving at a, such a strong pace, but I'm not attached to shit. I'm not needy. I'm not like, oh my God, I need this. Patience is one of the reasons I can do that, right? And every, people are looking for those answers. Patience is one of them, my friends. It's one of the pillars you have to stand on because when you do, it gives you a, a sense of, um, a sense of power, we can say, or a sense of um, certainty, a sense of calm, right? That very few people live with. And it's very easy to see because you can just look around and you see most people are miserable. Most people are frantic. Everybody's, not everybody, but most people are, you know, in scarcity mode. It's pretty crazy, right? Cool. Okay. Uh, with that said, I'll open it up to questions. If anybody has any questions, I'll open them up and then we'll, we'll wrap this thing up. The percent I take, oh, you guys with these questions, man, the percent I take from my team depends on their production and how long they've been with me. Uh, 
how do I go about finding an assistant job? How do I go about finding an assistant job or some sort of paid job in real estate before getting my license? Um, probably if you're looking for an assistant, you just have to start contacting brokerages and agents, man. That's the best way to do it. What advice would you give your 19 year old self before going into real estate? I didn't get into real estate till I was 27 and change dev. So that's irrelevant. But um, if I was to give myself advice again, going into real estate, um, the one thing I would tell myself is do not neglect your sphere of influence, which is something I probably did a little bit. The people that you already know, the current network you already have, utilize it. Even if you think it's not going to get you anywhere, which is typically what I get from the younger people. Well, everybody's young. Well, they have parents and they know older people. Are you a broker or just an agent? No, I'm not a broker. I'm just a team leader. Yes, smart. Very smart to door knock, Brittany. It's always smart to door knock. Of course, if it's raining or snowing and you can't, wait. But if you can and it's just a little chilly, go. Cool. Yeah, there we go, man. Trying to find the podcast. There we go, bro. Good to meet you, man. Grace advice from you is never tell a client no. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's smoother ways of saying no, especially if you're influencing. What's up? Biggest fear regarding real estate? I don't have a fear regarding real estate, man. I would say the only uncertainty maybe I can say that I have is uh, maybe where the market's going, right? Of course, we always want to know exactly what's going to happen, but you know, we just calculate it's going to level off and keep, you know, instead of doing this up, it's going to be doing this. You find women to be as successful as men in real estate. Um, especially being young, I'm worried I won't be taken seriously. I can tell you're a new follower of mine if you're doubting yourself because of your age, right? I've destroyed that myth and debunked it a long time ago. But I'll tell you this, Danny. If a woman, if a woman, I would say more often than not, you see more successful men. However, if a woman was to get her skills up to the equal level of a man in a scenario, right? Skills are equal. I would bet money that the women, the woman in that case, would get the deal more often than the man, for sure. I'll put my money on it and I know I'm right. The issue is women have, certain women have thoughts like that. Oh, I'm too young. Oh, they're not gonna take me seriously. Oh, my clients just wanna fuck me. Oh, and there's too much shit going on in your head. Instead of just buckling your skills down, of course, taking the safety precautions. I understand that and I preach that. But understanding, hey, if I just get my skills right, I have a weapon as a woman that a man doesn't have, right? And that's physical attractiveness, whichever way you want to put it. That's a weapon that the woman has that the man doesn't. So if you get your skills up, you can be fucking deadly in this game of sales, for sure. What hobbies did you do when starting real estate? I never liked that word, dude. Hobbies. Um, I never understood that. But um, my first two years, bro, uh, the only thing I did outside of working and studying and everything that led to building my life, we can say, was maybe basketball, which is something I always did in the gym. But even that was contributed towards building my life. So outside of that circle, dude, uh, I don't really have hobbies. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just my personal thing. I, I never liked that word, hobby. 
We can't knock a call, Mark. Make calls. That's uh, not what we're going to do different, differently to increase the income, bro. It's what we're going to do more of, how we're going to expand, right? Uh, this year, if we sell more houses and I get more people on my online stuff, I make more money. You believe you can be a deeply spiritual person and a capitalist? Um, my personal belief? Absolutely. Why couldn't you? And I'm glad you asked that, Olympia, because this is where people fuck up with spirituality and personal development. People either get completely lost on this side or they get completely lost on this side. It's either fuck spirituality, fuck self-help, I don't need that bullshit, or it's, oh, it's all about spiritual enlightenment, fuck material stuff, fuck the world, I'm just gonna sit here and meditate in my tree. Like, everybody gets so fucking on this side, instead of saying, you know what, which is what I did, I'm gonna take both and use them and fucking go and get ahead of everybody else, right? And that's the, one of the biggest flaws I see especially now because it's almost becoming fucking cliche to say you're spiritual now it's pathetic right like when i go out and i hear people talking about it i laugh I'm like what the fuck do you know about it dude you just read one fucking book you read the secret and you oh the law of attraction now you think you're some fucking spiritual guru it's crazy dude but it's i hate that it's become almost cliche in that sense because there's so much power in it and people will not see it because everybody walks around talking about it or exhibiting the behavior that I told you, they're either way over here or way over here, right? And it just, it's a bad representation of the possibilities of it. Uh, Donnie or anybody else, if you guys are even interested in joining my team, if you're not on my Modern Success Program, I, I will not even consider you. It's to that point, I, like, I will not even consider you. Good tips on connecting. Um, Connecting what, Judah? Are you just commenting what I said or did it? Are you asking me a question? Tony, get on modern success, bro. How about older women? Uh, older women, oh, in regards to that question, you can, still, you can still do it. The more successful women that I see are older and they use what I just said. They'll use it more than the young girls and it'll still have an effect. I contemplated starting real estate somewhere else, dude, but um, I ended up starting here in Southern California. So even though we bounced around a lot when I was a kid, I still stayed in the relative area. How do you deal with envy? Uh, what do you mean? Other people envying me? Agent Ad Adane? Well, with the internet, everybody and their fucking mom envies me or talks shit or hates on me. I don't care. I just, I don't deal with it. I don't have to deal with it. Now, do I envy other people? No because all it's gonna do is harbor negative emotions in me. And that's the behavior of somebody who isn't successful. <laughs> Laugh my ass off the secret, many have read it. Yeah, and even that book, people don't realize that's not the complete formula, but people read it and they're like, oh my God, this is, this is the Bible and I'm gonna get everything I want. No, the secret that you read in the book is watered down and it's missing a lot of steps, right? And people don't realize it or they don't want to believe. I've said that, they're like, ah, you don't know shit. I'm like, okay, dude, look at my fucking life and look at yours. How many lessons are in modern success? Oh man, too many to count. It would probably take you months to even catch up if you're a good student. 
And should I get it now while studying to get my license? Uh, well, the answer is yes, but whether you would be in real estate or not, I would still recommend for you to get in modern success for sure. And for those of you wondering, uh, I put uh, in my bio, my Instagram bio, I put the link to modern success. You can just click on the link in my bio. am I writing a book? I don't know. I need to get like a, a ghost writer or something to, to write for me and I can just talk or something. I don't know, dude, because I'm not going to be sitting down and writing it. You know, that's just not my style. I journal and stuff, but uh, I don't think I'd write a book. Um, but eventually I think with it, I think maybe by the time I'm 35, I'll at least be in the process of, of doing it. And I'll be 33 in a couple months. Uh, do you smoke weed? I used to smoke from time to time. I haven't smoked in like a year though. Uh, I don't know. The more personal development I do, the less I have even desire to drink alcohol or smoke at all. Yes, Olympia, and much more. I go way deeper than just basic dialogue for cold calls and door knocking. That's like the bottom of the barrel of what you'll learn there, dude. Absolutely, man. Uh, the journal, bro. Yes. Yes. I have, I have a full journal and like four or five notebooks of just notes from events and stuff that I've been writing, dude. I have a ton. You think weed could hinder someone's success? I think it also depends on the person, man. I knew some people who smoked all the time that were just good. If I smoke, I'm done, dude. It's like, I'll, I just won't do shit. So, I think it can hinder a lot of people's success for sure. You want, you want to meet new people when we get, go out and socialize, man. Don't even think network. Just think I want to go out and meet people, right? That's the that's, this is why I've told people for years, you need to start studying social dynamics and pickup. Not to get laid, but to learn how to fucking interact with human beings who are strangers so you can grow your social circle, right? That's what it's all about, man. The networking will naturally happen at that, right? Additionally to that, bro, go to your chamber of commerce. Go to advertise networking events where everybody goes to network. You just have to get out there and talk to people. Um, childhood and upbringing. Um, I've shared more stuff, bro, with modern success as far as my past. Uh, but there's still so much I haven't said on YouTube yet. And I made a ton of videos, but um, so I guess, no, I haven't really um, talked too much about that. You journal daily? Yes. You follow RSD? No, I do not. smoking because I would get nothing done. Yep, there we go. Yeah, don't worry about the man. If people are giving you weird vibes, that's their problem, not yours, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing the right thing, man. And that, that happens. Other people are, this is the beauty in it. Uh, Agent Adana, you don't have to deal with it. Let them deal with their own shit. You have people say don't do real estate. Oh, did you have people say don't do real estate? Yes, everybody. Uh, thoughts on doing cocaine? I've never done cocaine, bro. So I can't help you with that, man. 
even though for like two years it was uh, floating around on YouTube that I did cocaine, right? Fucking idiots. <clears throat> I have too much energy, they said. You can't not be on something. Fucking morons, dude. The trolls of YouTube. Um, Susan, you're in modern success, right? Yeah, I think I've done a few videos in there in the vault um, teaching you how to journal. Uh, I would check it out. I know you're in the group. I recognize your name. I even talked about it on the second to last lecture, I believe, too. Second to last or third to last, I can't remember. Lifted fitness, you're fine. If you have plugs, earrings, tattoos, doesn't matter, man. If someone's not going to work with you because of it, fuck them. Can you say hey to my partner? She thinks I'm lying. Julie, get on camera. Any details on the Modern Success live event in February? Uh, we haven't, I'm still between two places, Maryland. We're negotiating the final uh, details and price for the venue. So coming soon, coming soon. CRM, KV Core, HH. We use KV Core. You feel that boxing made you better at decision making and faster execution? Um, no. No. I was like that and already very high level with that before I did boxing, bro. Boxing is great, though. I'm not taking anything away from it, though. I was looking for a physical outlet with boxing and I'm getting it. But I also add the mental element too. That's on getting a college degree. I think it's a waste of fucking time, Danny. Save your money. I guarantee you, and I'll say this uh, confidently, I guarantee you my modern success program as a whole is much better than any four year fucking college degree for the individual. Unless you're getting your four-year degree to be a doctor or a lawyer or something specific like that, then of course. Still playing to pick up basketball games? I rarely play ball, dude. I uh, just met up with your boy, Cody. If I'm not able to get modern success package right now, what can I do? Meanwhile, uh, just YouTube, man. Just YouTube for now, I guess. Watch the videos, take some notes, dude. First open house sitting. Um, take somebody with you, man. Take a, a lender with you. Cool. All right, guys. I'm going to take off. It's been about, I think, 40 minutes. A little bit longer than I normally do it. If you guys are interested in Modern Success, the link is in my Instagram bio, or you can go to joinmodernsuccess.com or briancasella.com, either one. Just make sure you sign up. Uh, secondly, uh, teambcsold.com if you want to contact us for anything real estate advice if you need help um you can also email us at tbcsold at gmail.com and lastly exp realty for those of you who have not joined exp make sure you go to join.exprealty.com or you can message me if you want some more info okay we'll see you guys peace out